Hey, 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 hey there. How are you? Good to have you. Jackie's going off sleeves, oh, getting rolled up. Getting crazy, getting comfy. Crazy comfy. So Jackson, how was your how was your V Day? Valentine's Day. My my Valentine's Day. Yes. What what did you do anything? My, my V D. Have that. Uh, have all that. It was it was really lovely. I didn't have any plans and I went out to I, I had the best dinner of my life last really? night. Really? I really did. Um I went out with my mom. Aw. So it was really sweet. We went to a place that I'd never been before in Oklahoma City called the Drake. Oh, the seafood place, yes. Sat at the sat at the bar, dozen yeah. oysters. Did you have some oysters, yes. Split a lobster roll. Nice. One glass of champagne each, slice of pie. It was perfect. It was it was the perfect dinner. At, like I would not have changed a single thing about it. It was that good. Really? Was yeah. there were there a lot was it busy? Packed. Yeah, yeah, it was super packed. But uh, you know, the, the hostess was really nice. She got us seated in nicely and uh so the the thing is, do you like oysters, John? I do. Yeah, so if you go to the Drake they get their oysters in every day, every morning. I made sure that it wasn't like, you know, sitting in their back room, kind of marinating. They're local. I think they're local oysters. <laughs> Lake Hefner oysters. Yeah. Yeah. River oysters. Um, they get them in. If you sit at the bar, regardless of marked price, you pay $2 a half shell, which is cool because you're paying double that if you sit in one of the booths right next door. So you get to like, you know, you can, it's pretty cheap. It's good. It's nice. They're I good. liked it a lot. Oh, they're they were great. They were, they were fantastic oysters. They were really, really good. Do you remember the varieties? Did you get just one or did you pick No, no, no. We got a selection. We got some... Um... Oh, God. I can't remember. Like, but... Okay. Well, here's the questions you can't remember. Like, So, you're yeah. the accoutrements. I mean, are you a horseradish guy? Or do you... you do a little... So, I did the... I, I, I went with the lemon and horseradish on a couple of them, but what I really ended up liking a lot was the... Uh, the, the kind of like the little marinades that they have in a jar that you oh, kind of yeah. spoon over. They had like a yuzu one, which is not that great. And then they had one that was like the classic, um, I don't know what you call it, a, a mignonette, just a, a classic mignonette that was, you know, some raw onions and just like a like, like, light little sauce that you put Ooh. on top. It's very, very good. Really fantastic. Lobster roll, you know, just claw, just pure claw. Mm. Um, and, uh, and so much butter, just, just butter, butter and, butter and butter. claws. Yeah, it was great. Um, but I'm I'm glad I, I've been scared to try the place because they've been open for like ten years now and they haven't shut down yet. Yeah. Right. So if you're a seafood restaurant in Oklahoma and you've lasted this long, then you must be doing something right. right. So they truly did have some fantastic oysters. I'm already thinking about them again and when I can go back. Because now that I know that I can sit at the bar and get great oysters on a half shell for two bucks pop, it's a it's a tempting lunch, right? No, there. it's a very yeah, it's yeah, a good yeah. it's a good place. Nice. It's a very well. Laid yeah, out place. it's a little too it's sterile lot. feeling for yeah. me. I, I want a cozy, like you know, I want a, I want a cozy environment. But they're good. It was good. Yeah. My Valentine's was not exciting. You didn't go anywhere, do anything. I did Just, not. No, I did not. I started to. I was like, I had a couple restaurants I wanted to go to, and I was like, you know what? No, watch not, any good movies or anything. Not doing it. I uh, I did. I went. Well, I don't know if I even turned on the TV. I think I I went and had some dinner, and then went home. The dog. Where'd won- you go? <laughs> Come on. I'm not even going to tell you. Come on. Where'd you go? Well, down the street from a place from where I live is uh-huh. is, is, is a local Chili's, basically. You that's called That's called Louie's. You went to the Louie's. Went to the Louie's by my house. Yeah, that's pretty sad. It is. Like, come on. You can at least like... I was... It was just... But it was just... I, I, it's a day about loving yourself, man. It was already kind of late, and I was just like... It was on the way home. I was like, hey, I'm going to pull in here. <sighs> so it was a necessity hang, dinner. Hang out for a, a minute. Yeah. You know... Um, and, and that was that. God, I mean, not to like diminish the act of like, there's, and I'm, I'm so firmly of the belief that like some of the best meals that you'll have in your life are you alone at a great restaurant. Oh yeah. No one's going to bother you. It's fantastic. For sure. Years ago I was in, I was in somewhere in around Pittsburgh and just went on, you know, the maps app and and looked around and, and came across this restaurant and had... It was a, just a kind of a. It was a nicer restaurant. I wouldn't call it fine dining, but but close, but just really well laid out and small. Thoughtful. By, by myself. Yeah. Like a short rib, and wine. Oh, it was fantastic. But that was not what you did last night. No. So I and so that was my preface to say. While this is a great thing that I hold no judgment for, I can't imagine that the clientele 
at the Louis in Edmond on Valentine's Day was like the happiest environment to be in. No, it wasn't bad. I mean, really? it was busy. It was busy. Oh, well, yeah, it was yeah. later. No and way. so I, but I also, I didn't want to go. There were some other restaurants I could have gone to, but I didn't want to because I was like, well, those are, they're all going to be. It's going to be a pain of like, you know, yeah, yeah, sure. They've got, they've got a, an agenda they've got and it's a set, you know, either a set menu or they're doing something. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to. The prefix. Yeah. I'm going to go do this and, yeah. uh, and, and move on about my no, day. That's good. That's really good. But, but, but that's okay because after we do this podcast, we're going to go to our local brewery. We've got, so uh, our sister podcast, surprise, Chris, you're our sister podcast I now. Mean, why it's, not? It's called the Let's Date Podcast, and you can find it somewhere. I don't know. I haven't listened to it wherever yet. They you just, bu- wherever you buy podcasts. I'm sure you can. They just launched their launch. They just dropped their first episode yesterday. And apparently, there's some good stories on there. Like, I was talking to some people last night who were like, oh, yeah, I heard that Let's Date Podcast. It's, uh, you got this story. Oh, there's a story about how a girl punches Chris in the face on a date on like a first date. He got punched in the face. Oh, and it's, but like that as a teaser was enough to make me go, I don't want to listen to that. I want to hear what's going on there. So they're, they're partnering up with the brewery down here in Oklahoma city where, uh, what are they doing? It's like, they've got a photo booth. Yeah. So update your Tinder, Tinder picture. And then they'll, you can do like a one-on-one consultation with someone and they're going to help you write a bio and, Hopefully, uh, I am totally doing it. I'm totally some, gonna let them. Yeah, buy my yeah, yeah. Bio. Let them let them do it. So we'll 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 go. We'll be able to report back on that, I guess, next week. It's too bad that that wasn't last night, so we could talk about it today. Yes. But we can't, and we. But it's okay. So. We we can foreshadow, if you will. That's the foreshadowing. Yeah. Well, well. Right after you finish this uh, podcast, you go listen to the Let's Date podcast. Imagine that. Imagine, Oklahoma. Imagine that. So we try to keep this podcast to a broad appeal right i think that we do a decent job of it i think that you could be pretty much anywhere and you know enjoy what we have to say about everything that we talk about but we are both living in oklahoma currently we're from oklahoma and there's some really big local news some some big news to the tune of 256 thousand Two hundred fifty-six thousand dollars and ninety-two cents. Or but yeah, like that. that that went to the went to Canada. Taxpayer money shipped straight off to a Canadian branding design firm. That's actually a lie. So I I, I don't want to go on the record and and just hate on this. So well, no, yeah, was, I, we're not hating on it. There, well, I am, but <laughs> I don't want to just hate on it. There was <laughs> there was a Canadian strategy studio that was invoked to come kind of like help this process. Right. The process that we're talking about is a new brand for the state of Oklahoma. That's a logo, uh, marketing copy, a slogan, uh, some photography guidelines. And, and you can go to branding.ok.gov and you can get the whole story. The whole story, um, which I will say, I, I, yeah. I do believe a rebranding was needed. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that anyone can use a rebranding for many yes. reasons. Like it's always good to have a fresh, you know, style, yes. but in this case, there was a great deal of money that was used to employ a, a Canadian firm, which is kind of silly um, on one hand. And then there was a large coalition of 110 volunteer Oklahomans whose job it was is to approach this brand. And like, this is my problem is designed by committee right. or doing anything by committee. I am I am. I am, uh, I guess that that's my authoritarian in me that I think that there should be one person in charge of doing this and they should do it. And if they do right. a bad job, then everyone can get mad at that one person. If they do a great job, then great. Yes. Um, what is it? What is a What is a camel? What is, uh, a camel is a horse designed by community. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Right. That's, that's funny. The one story that I'll use to kind of illustrate what happened here is if you go on the website, you can read a paragraph. Should I just like quote it from here? Yeah. It talks about the why. And that's really important. In a brand design, it's really important that you properly, you know, illustrate the why are we doing this? Why does it look like this? Why does it behave this way? They're calling it the verbal identity as opposed to the visual identity. And it's just kind of painting the story of like what this is supposed to convey. All really good in theory. Um, you click in, and um, for us, for for non-locals, you know, Oklahoma has a, a vast and detailed and um, an exquisitely beautiful, equally tragic uh, Native American history. There 
is uh, there, there are still today more Native American tribes active in the state of Oklahoma than any other state, I believe, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I would say yes. So, yeah. And so, in the official words of the official, officially official Oklahoma government. And everyone, you're going you're gonna to count how many times they mention these tribes. Go ahead and read. The pioneering spirit that this brand embodies. This is a place that was built from scratch. <gasps> Wait, they've updated it. <laughs> Hilarious. Starting with indigenous cultures that learned how to survive. Wow. See, I really can't talk shit. They're already going and like uh, updating this. They're changing, so, they're changing the why after they've totally. already released it? They've, they've absolutely changed this because when this launched last week, there was not a single mention of indigenous cultures or Native Americans, anything. Um, so I'll stop reading that paragraph right there. It's still titled The Pioneering Spirit, which, fine. Um, but, but yeah, so, okay, let me just check now and see under the visual identity. And they've corrected the typo that I submitted to them. So Because they misspelled typography. They spelled typography, T-Y-P-E-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. And uh, I sent an email saying, hi, Mrs. Um, Secretary of Branding. I know that you've probably been getting plenty of hate mail today, so I won't be contributing to that. I just wanted to point out. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that. So, so the slogan, so this new slogan for the state of Oklahoma is imagine that. Which is really easy to, to mock. It's, it's, it's easy to make a mockery of this slogan. You can say, uh, you know, oh, um, more right. shoreline than, than the West Coast combined in our beautiful lakes. Imagine that. And beautiful land, da, 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 and, and all these great breweries. Imagine that. Or you can swing it to like... Ranked, you know, ranked 45th in education. Imagine, imagine that. that. Highest rate of female incarceration. Imagine that. Yeah. Introducing anti-abortion anti, uh, bills in 2020. Oh, imagine, imagine that. that. Like, it's, it's so... I mean, it's almost perfect, though, for that reason. Because it really does show the breadth of our culture here in Oklahoma. I mean, so that, that may not be a negative. Um, what I just want to say really quickly before we, you know dig into this anymore or move on to it from something else. Um, I, I heard a story from a copywriter who was, he was a volunteer on the project and he was shocked to hear that this, uh, his, you know, it was, a uh, something about, it was describing the, the logo itself, the white star that it makes in the middle of it. And it said, the white star is a powerful symbol of America, which sets off so many red flags for yes. so many reasons. Um, and so he went on Facebook and said, look, this was my first draft uh, that I sent off that I had no idea was going to be published. It was more just kind of like spitballing terms and concepts and it was never meant to be a final piece of copy for any use, for any intents and purposes. So it feels like there's kind of this last minute rushed push to like throw all the pieces together and get it up online um, for better or for worse. Right. I think for worse uh, on the surface, but you know, it's not a it's not a terrible logo. It's it's like a star that's made out of different shapes, and the 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 text that says Oklahoma is my least favorite part about yeah. it. It's like you've got this K that kind of hooks around, and it's like very like tightly tracked together. Do we letters. know what the font is? No, because if you go onto the page and click on typography, which is it. now corrected and spelled right, it doesn't actually link you to anything. <laughs> it just shows a picture of some letters that doesn't even look like the font on the logo. Like you the, compare the typography there to yes, that. Maybe it's that's like, it's a different, the, a larger brand kit of like what you do in inline type and things. I don't oh, know. it's ridiculous. Oh, it's just so bad. It's so bad. But I will, I mean, one thing I will say, and I think it's been said is that it's like, that is a group that I would not want to be a part. I mean, that's, no. I mean, you, and if you really you've think got about a governor, it, I mean, you've got, I mean, there's just, there, there was no win for that. I mean, no. you would have beat your head against the wall. There's some very rude people on Twitter that are like, you know, saying, oh, well, you get that same logo for five bucks on Fiverr. No, you can't. It's like, no, well, you could if you gave someone very specific directions, but it's arriving at that result, knowing that that's what you want to have. It's like, I, I mean, get $250, it. $250,000 is not, not a ton of money. It's not a ton of money. It's really it's, not. It's, it's, it's in line with what a right. branding of this scale for a client yeah. at this level would cost. Yeah, it's true. There's, I don't have, I Do don't I think a, it was great? Hell no. Yeah. It misses so many marks. It's yeah. thoroughly underwhelming. Yes. Imagine that. It's thoroughly underwhelming. 
but it's not as shit as people are making it out to be. And it's getting better. Clearly, they're they're updating their story a little bit to be more inclusive and to be more like real. I don't know. Well, they're trying. There's this whole... They, they use the word swagger so many times on this website. If you wanted to do like a find and replace for the word swagger, <laughs> it just... Some say we don't like to brag, but we've got some powerful stories to tell about our pioneering innovation, our strength, our resilience. We have a kind of swagger that's contagious and inspiring. Our swagger helps others feel adventurous and upbeat. And those are all period sentence breaks. Like that should have just been one run on sentence. And it, yeah. yeah, it's just like, it's, it's poorly written and at no fault of any one person who worked on this. I think it's just a collective of, of people who they just said, Oh yeah, that sentence works with this sentence and called a day. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that they do a nice before and after where they talk about like, they, they do like the before copy and the after copy where before someone representing Oklahoma might say, whether planning a family vacation, a road trip with friends or a romantic getaway for two, you'll find that Oklahoma is home to an amazing variety of attractions and activities. After with new messaging applied, that same sentence might sound something like this. If all you see is flat land and red dirt, then keep on driving. But if you happen to notice all our beautiful lakes, our Olympic-level river sports, our rich tribal history, our world-class performing arts and professional sports, our stunning wildlife and agriculture, our historic roots and peaceful national memorial, our exhilarating gaming and racing industry, our thriving metropolitan areas, well, it seems we might have something for you to do around here. Oklahoma, imagine that. If all you see is flatland and red dirt, keep driving. They use that sentence many times. They use that sentence three times. I think the new tagline should be Oklahoma. Swagger. Oklahoma. We've got swagger. And, and it says that. Voice principles applied. We look forward. We are authentic. We speak as people. We've got swagger. On the website. It's right there. So you're not wrong. That was probably the second cut that they landed on right before deciding. Imagine that. So I have a question. Yeah. Unpopular opinion. God, fine. <laughs> Lay it on me. All right. So today is Saturday. Yep. And uh, you and I are going to meet uh-huh. this coming week. Uh-huh. Like which day? Let's just say it's Thursday. Uh-huh. So... If, if we're throwing out times and, and you're going to say, hey, John, let's meet next Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So, but I thought we were going to meet this coming week. Right. Which is next Thursday. No, it's just Thursday. Well, that could be any Thursday, right? No, if we're going to meet, if we're going to meet in the coming week this on Thursday. Thursday, it's just, hey, let's meet on Thursday. If I said, let's meet next Thursday, that would be in two weeks. I think unpopular opinion time. I think that, I think that if you say Thursday, I will meet you on Thursday, this coming Thursday. Correct. I think if you say next Thursday, I will meet you next Thursday. I'm sorry. I will meet you the same day that if you said just Thursday, I would meet you then as well. We would, it would, it's the same thing. It means the same thing to someone. As long as you are at any day before Thursday, for Thursday's argument's sake, I think it doesn't matter how you preface it. It's just uh, it's Thursday. And then if you say a week from Thursday, that would be... But next, next, Thursday, next Thursday. So next is a series of things. So in a series of Thursdays... Oh, God, he's getting technical. The next Thursday after it would be the one after the one coming. Is there an actual answer to this? I don't know. Are you just trying to be an asshole on the mic? Yeah. I think that, I think that it doesn't matter which one you say because if someone... If someone hears next Thursday, if I hear next Thursday, I'm going to quickly do the math in my head and say, are we coming up on a Thursday? Did we just pass a Thursday? It doesn't really matter right. because it's going to be the next from this day, the next one. Okay. So let's say, okay, so we're talking now we're, we're on Wednesday. We're having the same conversation on Wednesday. That makes it trickier, John. It really does. It's all about context. I, I believe that it's all about context, especially when you're like creeping up on Thursday. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's yeah. what I would say. If it's the day before I, and you want to meet and you don't want to meet tomorrow, yeah. you're going to say next Thursday. 
Yeah, that's and that fine. would be appropriate use of it. Is there a way that we can validate this? Or are, are, have you been wronged by someone who expected you to meet them on a certain day only to discover that you were there a week prior? No, it's just been a whole bunch of unnecessary texts with people because they'll say, hey, no, let's, I meet, mean that let's meet next yeah. Thursday. And I go, oh, in two weeks? They're like, no, the, the one in a couple of days. Oh, okay. So you won't meet on Thursday. Well, so we have a podcast and then every I just, Saturday. Then I just come, feel like I'm an ass. Yeah. Well, I mean, that maybe you can, I mean, maybe you deserve that a little well, bit. Fair. Maybe, maybe you just need to be put in your place a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it just needs to be. I don't know where we decided uh, upon yeah. this. Well, here, let's try this. We have a podcast every Saturday Correct. that we record, and we know that it's going to happen every Saturday. You would call that a a weekly podcast. A weekly podcast. It happens every week. Um. What is what 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 word would you use if we uh if we recorded it on say the first and the fifteenth of each month? Well, I'd say like fortnightly. For you, I I I almost threw out fortnightly just now. You would say that. You wouldn't say that. Yeah, I think if you're You'd doing something, fortnightly? if you're doing something every other week, it's uh, if you want anyone, if you want anyone in the year 2020 to understand what you're saying, or I'm sorry, not even in the year, just in the United States to understand what you're saying. I think fort, fortnightly is a very common phrase. See, I feel like fortnite, a fortnight to me is just as good as like four score and seven years ago. Like I don't, it, you just it, you say fortnight is like a medium length of time. So, so if you want to say we're going to meet fortnightly on Wednesdays, I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll text you every two weeks and we'll confirm an exact date. Because it, it could, like, Fortnite's change, right? They're, like, relative. No, Fortnite's uh, is, is every other week. Isn't it? Really? Isn't it's, it just 14 days? What is, what is a Fortnite? A Fortnite is, yes. Well, if it's 14 days, but if you're going to do it, if we're going to meet every other Saturday, that would say. <laughs> Fortnite is a video game, Christ. Yeah, of course it is. A period of two weeks. Okay, fine. What I'm, what I'm trying to get at is where do we, what is the difference between Okay, 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 fine. So that's fortnightly when we do it every two weeks. Mm-hmm. What happens when it's every other month? I think you'd say bi-monthly. Okay. What happens when it's twice a month at any given interval between those? You're doing it on... Two days out of the month, you don't. Two days out of a month, two arbitrary days out of a month. Could be could be back to back days. Uh huh. I'd say it's twice a month. (laughs) You don't have a better word for that. I don't, unfortunately. But not bi monthly. I mean, I guess bi monthly would apply in the same scenario. How's how does semi monthly sound? So if you, yeah, because that's the thing is like, if you like, depending on like a paycheck, you know, you get, you get bi-monthly or bi-weekly. Bi-weekly is you get a paycheck every mm-hmm. other Friday to, or every, whatever day it is. So the answer is bi is a prefix meaning two or twice. Semi is a prefix meaning half. So bi-monthly can be every two months or twice a month which is a bit confusing and can lead to a big difference in meaning. Semi-monthly, however, is always twice a month. So to avoid confusion, it is better to use specific wording, such as the magazine is printed every other week, like you said, or the magazine is printed every other month. Oh, so, so this, this website that talks about correct writing says not to use bi-monthly, semi-monthly, or, or fortnightly, or any of those. They just say to be as verbose as possible and specific. say every other or something like that. Well, I feel like that's not very unpopular of an opinion. I feel like most people would do that without really thinking about it. And the actual curious. heartache that it causes is minimal. It, it, uh, the reason why I brought it up as an unpopular opinion is because, yeah. because it has been unpopular when I have brought to people's attention this issue. You Imagine might just that. Be an, you might just be an unpopular person. Imagine that. Well, it's... Sorry, I'm, I'm highly likely. I'm on, I'm on edge today. That hurts. So I, I had a I had a rough Valentine's Day. Clearly, first cut is the deepest. I'm gonna play you a song. Do you think you could like guess a rapper by name? Probably. Yeah. See. Not. No. I know you talking trippy on my plate. I just want your first leg. I'm back to the shit and feel my pain. 
Got a crew on top of my chain. Wasted in the street like a babe. You see the diamonds in the light of chase. They say I fuck the baddest like I'm raised. I was the bitch on the play. I know you got a flame with that lack in the main. She say she got a jackpot, candy domain. So she gon' call they her Not Eminem. Who is it? The reason that this is cool is this song was written and performed and produced by a series of artificial intelligence neural networks. What? That is not a human singing. That's why it, it sounded really weird. The lyrics were made up. <laughs> the beat was randomly generated based on samples of thousands of his songs. It's modeled after a rapper named Travis Scott. I've heard he's, of him. He's a hugely popular uh, in the genre that people lovingly refer, refer to as mumble rap. Mm. So it's easy, I think, to take his style. It's great that, I mean, everybody's included. It captures his ad libs such as, it's lit! And I don't know what is up. He's got a couple of like ad libs that'll throw in and the, the AI picks up on that and it actually writes this song so uh can we start a mumble podcast is that a is that something it's called travis bot travis bot like scott but bot um so you see what they did there travis bot makes music yeah it's clever with uh with fully with ai so it was the project of a like a creative studio that thought oh this would be a fun way to mess people's days up um <laughs> they knew they were onto something when it came up with the line <laughs> it says the, the CEO of the company says the bot just kept talking about food uh, there was one line like I don't want to fuck your party food and we were just like quote what <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see if I can get the genius lyrics to, to read a sample because it's hard to it's hard to understand the lyrics there um, because it's being mumbled out so let's uh <laughs> the funny thing is that they all rhyme. So one particularly confusing line reads, quote, the sky keep on my dick like a squeeze. Yeah. I don't want your friend. She looked to freeze. Yeah. <laughs> Which it rhymes and it fits the meter and all of this. And it sounds like something a rapper would actually say. I don't know what squeeze is, but it, it came up with it. So is this something like, like if, if we were wanting to like, start a rap career we could just utilize could anyone this? are they going to open source this technology are we going to be able to like upload uh, uh, the kanye west discography and get it to do that can we can we upload like the john denver discography and get it to come up with the new like whole new song yeah there was i mean generated by ai and all you got to do is come up with some music and some vocals and you're in i can't i can't wait until we can all be the the, the rapper slash pop star that we've always dreamed of being yeah i mean we're i, mean, I don't know about there's you, a but... genre called mumble rap if, if there's a mumble rap, there's everything. Yeah, so, then we can do whatever we want. I know you talking trippy on my blade. I just want your first lane. I'm back to the shit. It feel my pain. She got the crew on top of my chain. It's lit. Wasted on the street like a pain. Straight up. You see the diamonds in the light of chain. They say I fucked the bad bitch like I'm rain. I was the bitch on the plane. <laughs> Just, now, these are moving lyrics. It's like, oh man. I'm really, I really moved. I was your grave, pimp, and granny stand my space. We getting brothers. I ain't talking about my place. You got the scream, Mama Sita. I can space. I'm the best park stance special space. <laughs> I feel like we just need to put like a, a slow beat behind this podcast. Uh, it's a it's spoken, just, we can it's, take it's spoken just, word for it. Yeah, know? like a so like a baseline uh -huh. to really kind of kind of set the tone. So that's Travis Bot that just came out this morning. It's like a, a crazy crazy thing. So uh, here's a question. Yeah, hit me. Facebook. Mm, uh -huh. I've heard of it. Do we need it? I mean, is it? Why, why should I be on it? Like, what, I'm just like I, I. I realize shelter. Where do we, does Facebook sit on Maslow's pyramid of needs? 
It's not on there. It's not. I could have sworn they updated it. You're, you're sure? No. Well, in that case. Yeah, I don't think it is. So I think we've, we've talked about curation. We right? talk about curation a lot on this show. It's true. So, so if, if you have to like, you have to, I find myself curating my Facebook feed often. Shocking. I never do. Once or twice a year, I will. I mean, if if there's something that shows up on the feed that is just moronic, or sure. I, you know, it doesn't mean, it doesn't necessarily mean I, if I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, you're just posting this. This is you didn't. Oh, this. Like you're you just mean posting. you mean what you see when you browse Facebook, not what other people see when they go to your profile. On Correct. Facebook. No, I'm talking about what oh, I see. Oh, you really curate like what kind of information? Yeah, well, so no, it's dangerous. I, 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 think I that's utilize. I, I mean, I will unfollow people. I. Um, yeah, I snooze them for thirty days or whatever it is because it's just you know, snooze for one election cycle. Yeah, you're yeah. allowed to do that because I don't want to like. I'm not going to engage with their content. I'm not going to say you're dumb or whatever. I'm like because that's just there's 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 no reason. There's well, no there's like, no polite conversation that's going to happen as a result of it. Similar to the reason that I just deleted all news apps on oh, my yeah. phone. I just prefer blissful ignorance to having to like watch and see that. Right. Um. That's tough. Obviously, everyone has the God-given right to curate their life online and right. and however and to whatever extent you can in in physical reality. Um, Facebook and Twitter and these products have made it really really easy to, you know, pass off on something that you don't want to give time or thought to. Right. Totally. Yeah. Which I think is I think is fair, and I think more people need to do that. But I do we I need Facebook? Like as period. as I've been doing this over the last couple of years. I just was like, what is, what is the point of Facebook anymore? Because it's now, it's not a platform and and not to say that everybody does this, but yeah, family photos. Hey, little Timmy's growing up. Yeah. That's what, that's what Mark wants. He wants you to connect with people. He wants these things, but. But what are we really doing? We're making a Google Photos album or a Dropbox, yeah. and we're inviting the three or four people who actually care about that to right. see that. Um, and I think if, if people were connecting for the right reasons on Facebook, that'd be one thing. But I think generally speaking, it's it's not. It's it's a very unhealthy environment. I so so I'm more active on Instagram than I am on Facebook. Oh, absolutely. I did I didn't have the Facebook app on my phone for a long time until recently I had to sell some stuff. So I got it for the marketplace, which is basically just a Craigslist it's funny. clone. Yeah. You get this, that's why I yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on Instagram, um I I mute people daily. And and it's it, I mean it's kind of brutal. Like you don't even have to say something offensive. I can just be not enthralled by that one photo that you posted and that's enough to get you're off you. the island, or you know, someone I haven't talked to you in years, and I don't really care about. But I don't want. But why do you? But they, but you follow. Why don't them? I just unfollow them? Is a great question because I know that if I were in that position, if I were in their shoes, I would see that someone unfollowed me. And this is where it gets They're really. This is that. where it gets really neurotic. I check. I know. So if you unfollowed me, I would get that notification and I would unfollow your ass right back. I don't know. You get no notifications for unfollows. You need to download an app that does that for you that's constantly monitoring your follower to count to Jackson. any given minute. It's tell, tell me you don't have that app on I your promise phone. you, John, that I have that app and I've used it before too. It's it's quick and easy. Like if 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 someone unfollows me, not a problem, not a big deal at all. It happens. It's fine. But if I follow them, I don't follow them anymore. No, no. And so that's why, I mean, one of the, one of my things is like, save a couple of exceptional um, designers, uh, people of public interest, um, not so much celebrities, more design accounts with like tons of followers that I don't expect to follow me back. Um, Everyone that I follow on Instagram is also following me back. Yeah. Because I've curated it to be that way. Right. I don't like... Feeling like a follower. I don't want to be a sheep, John. <laughs> I I want to be the goddamn shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is that is leading yeah. his flock and yeah. carrying it. Because everyone's okay. got a flock these days, right. right? So really, so but okay. So I think that what are the necessary like is any piece of social media 
necessary at all. Like in terms of could uh, could yeah, you is could anything necessary or are telephones necessary? Like where how far back are you going to go? I think that the, that if electricity is necessary, then social media is necessary. I think therefore I am. Mm-hmm. I, I tweet therefore I exist. Right. Um I think that it probably comes down to maybe not necessarily the necessity of is, it, but how do you use it? I would say, is society necessary, John, is how I would, I would extrapolate that out to social media being a fine-tuned reflection of the very society that we have curated over hundreds of years, right. thousands of years. Um, where is it going? Who knows? Is it necessary? No. But like, is it going anywhere? No. Oh, no. It's not going anywhere. No. Yeah. I'm not going to get rid of it. I mean, I, I just had a lunch meeting with a guy who's a radio broadcaster and he's, he wants to start a podcast network. And he was talking about a meeting that he had with his network execs. And one of these dudes was trying to claim that social media is a fad. It's uh, podcasting, all this stuff. It's uh, it's totally short-lived fad. And we were laughing about it because like, dude, yeah, no. you, money talks, first of all. But like also people's behavior talks louder than anything like yeah i mean i mean a podcast a is the, is the epitome yourself. of a, a podcasting is the epitome of a curation it is the epitome of democratized production and um and uh, in a sense a curation you're right yes right. people choose to listen to us or not they choose i mean you can you can listen to whatever you want and, and have if, a, a if we stall for five seconds you know we're getting paused and replaced with something else yeah with, with mean, zero guilt from the listener it's a going br- over to rachel maddow thing. or something god i mean i've been told that i look like rachel maddow oh okay <laughs> do you see the resemblance a little bit kind of like the I... When, I, when i had darker glasses frames yeah and yeah shaggier haircut I, I got that a lot uh, I took it as a compliment always. So yeah, thank, you. thank yeah. you. She's a Rhodes Scholar. She's pretty yeah, smart. Yeah, totally. She's kind of a badass. Yeah. Um, do we need it? No. Is it going anywhere? Of course not. Is it? Uh, is is the real question is is our world, our society, our our collective experience better for it? I think yes. Ultimately, I think yes. Think with Facebook. Facebook being a broad term for every social media right. platform. Yeah. Um. I've said back in 2017, and I still think it's true, even though my prediction was a little bit late, it's fine. Um, The iPhone first coming out in 2007, kind of kicking off this like, you know, whatever revolution. And you could argue that social media really didn't take a huge prominence until about 2010 or 11 with Instagram. It really became a big thing. Um, So my prediction might be right still if we call it like 2010 to 2020. Uh, the way that Apple especially is like really, I mean, they have their augmented reality team that's working on glasses and all that stuff yeah. is as big. As, what did I read? It's as big as um, their Mac um, software, everything but the iPhone divisions all together. It's like it's it's like the second largest team at Apple is dedicated to augmented reality. Oh, I wouldn't doubt My it. prediction was always that 2007 to 2017 would be looked back on in history books as this blip in our radar where we had really kind of struck a chord with everyone with this the internet coming to a maturity level, kind of this catalytic tipping point of, you know, endless possibilities, but we were limited to like neck down like it's stuck in the phone all the time like looking into our phones and and we'd like you know develop the the smartphone pinky where you look at your pinky you have a dent from where you hold your phone there that's and that and then like the bump on the back of your neck that makes you look like quasimodo the hunchback (laughs) of notre dame um that we would look back on that year as like jesus we're so stupid like our eye strain like we we, we're killing ourselves by stupid like unergonomic behaviors and practices and not to mention like the, the social pressure of like, Oh, I'm comparing myself to Kylie Jenner. I, my boobs aren't as big as hers. And like, this is, this is all kind of like this, this transitory phase between computers on a desk and an interface that follows us wherever we look that is on when we need it and off when we don't need it. Right. Um, and I think that I, I still fully, I'm, I'm so big on AR for that reason, augmented reality. That's what I'm getting at. Um, I think that's going to change. And I think it's going to, it's going to date us as still a decade, give or take a few years of, wow, what the hell were we thinking? You know, it was not the, the proper 
mechanism to, to take, it's like, oh, what do you compare it to? It's like the fact that we still call our, these things phones yeah. is hilarious. Cause they're, I mean, Stupid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, I refer, I don't time. like, why are you calling? Me? I actively decline phone calls on my phone. Even though it's called a phone, I will get mad at you. I'll unfollow you on Instagram if you call me on the phone. So yeah, I don't know what it's going to, but whatever. It's going to be interesting. I just, I just, maybe it's just me looking at how I use it and saying, yeah. you know, is, is it healthy? And that's where I'm, I come to this like. You you only have you only have so much time in a day, and you have to you have to utilize it yeah. in beneficial ways. And it's like it's like oh, is me getting on Facebook, is that going to make me a better podcaster? But when have people ever cared about what's healthy? Like it's fun, you know. Yeah. People are going to do what's fun, and people are going to do what's like it's kind of escapist, but it also makes you feel social. It's kind right. of like the perfect cocktail of. Like this has no immediate impact on my mental health, even though over hours and hours and hours it does. Right. But right now I'm fine. You know, it's, it's, it's well, I mean, harmless. I think, I think it is. It's like, it's, you, you, swipe, 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 tap, tap, tap. It's fine. You, but you don't know. You don't, I mean this, you know, it, and, and the great thing is that they'll tell you now how, what your screen time is. Oh yeah. I you get, get a report every Sunday. I make Instagram turn off after two hours of use a day. And I usually hit that two hour limit around six or 7 PM. So yeah, well, that's good. See, that's a healthy move. No, I feel like that's a lot of time spent on Instagram on my phone. Well, two hours, is, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot, a it's day, a ton. What am I doing? I'm I'm watching what other people are doing. Right, Christ. Instead of not doing it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know Jeff Bezos. I do. Of him, you know him personally. Oh yeah, good friends. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, richest man in the world. Yes. Just bought a house for a hundred and seventy-five million. Sixty-five million. It's the yeah. most expensive real estate transaction in Los Angeles ever possibly like potentially like residentially speaking. It's definitely up there on like all time largest real estate purchases. I bet he paid cash. Well, you you think to yourself, that's a lot of money, but he's got a lot of money. So what's the, what is it relative to like a normal person? Right. Good question. Right. So I did the math. John, say you make, Sixty thousand dollars a year. Okay. If you made sixty thousand dollars a year, purchasing that house would be the equivalent of spending seventy-five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the kicker. That's insane. Is that for him, a man of his net worth, and I don't know about his cash on hand or anything like that. But the, the the fact of the matter is, one hundred sixty five million dollars to him is basically like seventy five bucks to anyone who makes about sixty thousand dollars a year. And then you think, well, why didn't he just buy two or three? Yeah. Why didn't he just build another one? Why doesn't he just like create an island for himself? It, meanwhile, here he is in his submarine, like doing just that, recreating yeah. Atlantis, but Bezos Atlantis. Yeah. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. Because I don't God, think that I don't insane. think that Am- Amazon's not gonna be a fad. No, but like, I don't know the dude, like you watch interviews with him in 1999 or whatever. And he's like this dorky dude driving a beat up Volvo. And like what I, I think that at some point in the mid two thousands, he struck a deal either with the Illuminati or with the devil (laughs) or some, uh, some veiled being that greatly skyrocketed his personal net worth and in exchange like kind of like shifted his motives a little bit because like everything pre 2005 Jeff Bezos is very like ho hum I'm just this nerd making some books and (laughs) don't yeah I drive this Volvo because it just drives well you know and it's like now he's like evil genius like but he was very I mean he's he he was very clear from the very beginning that we're building something. Don't expect to make any money. Because for years, they did yeah. not turn a profit. Yeah. And it and it just clicked. That's the biggest logistics company in the world. They, they're shipping. I mean, UPS and FedEx should be terrified. Oh, yeah. They are terrified. I mean, come on. Well, they do. Yeah. Well, they ship. I mean, they're now doing their own their own logistics. Yeah. And they use they use UPS and FedEx and, and USPS for some of the last mile stuff. But, but they do. I mean, it's it, it's, it is... Between Amazon, Amazon Web Services, 
Well, that's the thing. It's not just products anymore. Yeah. Every website that you visit is being served to you from an Amazon server. They Effectively, he owns the internet and the way we interact Ooh, with yeah. the internet. I think Google, everybody's using it. You, you see the deal, they just... They got, <laughs> Imagine got... how pissed you'd be if you didn't own the phones. Like, Apple, come on. Like, yeah. why does Apple get it? Well, Apple's not going anywhere. Apple's no, they're supposed not. to double That's the in size. Thing. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. supposed to double in size from where they're at. And the, the, it's f- interesting how the stock, you know, Amazon's at what, $1,700 a share, and Apple's at like three twenty five or so. Well, only because Apple's stock has been split so many times, it would be $2,000 plus a share. They've just had to split their yeah. shares so many times. I, the, the 325 whatever Apple's at, is not an accurate reflection of like what it's right, worth. Right. You look at the market cap, and it's. It's crazy. I I wonder what's the market cap of Apple versus Amazon. Apple's got more. Apple's probably got more cash on hand. I, I think Apple has more cash on hand than anyone. They've got just like almost three hundred billion on hand. So right now it's the race to a two trillion dollar market cap. That's kind of a, it's between Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and Alphabet, the Google company. Yeah. yeah. Um, Apple cash on hand. You saw that they got the uh, that that server contract. They got that stayed. Um, because $225.4 billion in cash is what, is what Amazon is has what Apple has. on. Okay. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. $245 billion. And how much of that is in the U S very little. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have something fun that I, can I show you another clip of something while yes. we're on like made up words and like sharing clips and things like this? Yeah. That's great. So this is a fun video. It's from a big comedian. Adriano Celentano is his name. The premise is, what does English sound like to non-English speakers? Oh. Have you ever wondered this? I've, I've always wondered. Because we, you know, we can always mock. You, you can do fake Italian pretty easily. You can do like fake Chinese. It gets pretty offensive. Matapiciano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ching, ching, chong. Like it gets really <laughs> rude and offensive, but no one ever thinks about like, oh, what do Americans sound like? And, and it's, it's specifically American English Okay. in, in the ears of... A European or something like that. So this is this is a fun one. Freezing cold in ancient ants, you You're the cold maze, say one. Freezing cold in ancient ants, you All right. We're the same as you now. A whole building scene in a whole rape. Maybe get the color boss dying. Spelled just like it sounds. <laughs> so it's what is 1973. And so the, the premise of, this, of the sketch was to say what is English? The song is intended to sound to its Italian audience as if it is sung in English spoken with an American accent, vaguely reminiscent of Dylan, 
that the lyrics are deliberately, unintel <laughs> deliberately unintelligible gibberish, with the exception of the words, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Justin Bieber had a new song come out this week. Who? All right, so question from Fan. Uh, this one's from Emily in Oklahoma City. Emily says, How do I meet new people and form meaningful friendships when I am awkward as fuck? Smiley face. Have you met her before? Yeah, we went to high school together. Is she awkward? I don't think so. She See, always came so across as like, a, this is a mindset. It's Everything's a mindset. a mindset. Everything's a mindset, Emily. This is it. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's get the recording on here for this. What do we have to say to Emily's question on the show? You're not so, awkward. It's a mindset. Everything is a mindset, and you're only as awkward as you want to be. And so, and so my advice would be to get out there and do stuff. Yeah, people you, want to make friends. People want to be friends with you. You have to just show up at events um, and be awkward. Awkwardness is the first step in a friendship. Also, Emily uh, has no mind's eye either, so you can use that as a as a way to bond. Oh, with never people. mind. Never mind. She's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, that, that's our wine question today. Yeah. I, I love that, true, because it's really true. Awkwardness is a, is a fake thing. It oh, it's, exist. yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah. I'm I would say I would say subscribe to being awkward. Embrace your awkwardness. Get out there. Find an event that you like. Uh, help with a nonprofit. Do whatever. Get oh, out yeah. there and just meet people. Like when was the last time you uh, volunteered at a soup kitchen, Emily? Huh? Absolutely. Yeah. Go be a, be a docent at the at at your local art museum. Is a docent like a Sherpa? I don't know. That's what they call. They're called docents. <laughs> I don't know it. It's just weird. Hey, but speaking of that, uh, March fourteenth, Oklahoma Contemporary opens. No, congrats to them. Exciting. We'll do. A... Hey, so that's an event that you can yeah, go yeah, to. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you part. don't know what our Oklahoma Contemporary is, it's going to be a really cool uh, Looks awesome. museum thing. Yeah. I will be there. You will? On opening day? Heck yeah. Great. We'll see you there. Uh, a podcast is going to be there. Yeah. The we'll, whole, take, we'll take a set up into the streets and yeah, talk to people. The whole crew is going to be there. A podcast on the streets. I like it. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful week, everybody. I'm Jackson. And I'm John. Fall is my name. It's Jackson Fall. It's John, John Ochin. Yeah, we have a podcast together, and we're doing it every week. We do it. We do it. Even even on weeks that maybe we shouldn't. We'll do it. We're just going just gonna to do it. Case in point. And uh, thank you so much to Smirnoff for the spiked sparkling seltzer. Yeah, no thanks to one one IPA, no. Giving me the Oscar blues. No. And that's that's bad because one of my favorite beers that if I had to take one thing to a deserted island, it would be Dale's Pale Ale from Oscar Blues. So Gussie, is that true? Yeah. It's a great, yeah. it's a fantastic beer. So that's just, just uh, we're trying to fill a niche. There's a squirrel kind of get, trying to get a nut. Imagine that. Thanks for listening to a podcast. Theme music is Biggest Mistake by Catlock. Subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like this show we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be so cool. As a reminder to always drink responsibly, the views and opinions expressed in the podcasts might not actually be real and should be considered to be satire. Mentions are not an endorsement. Until next week, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. We love you. We really do.